It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR to sign up, new customers, all you got to do is make a $5 pregame money line bet on the NBA. And if your team wins, boom, $150 in free bets with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting sponsor of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. And look, a new day, a new location. I am Susie Hunter. I'm in Philadelphia now. And the the anti-tour continues. You have a chair. I mean, that's I a big have, deal. That's a big I deal. I have a chair. You know what? To be fair, my brother-in-law has an amazing standing desk. It's quite incredible. Nice. I like that. There should be more standing podcasts. Pat McAfee, he's a standing guy. He sort of stands when he does his show, but pretty much everyone else pops. But you know what? It it actually it makes so much sense though, because I mean, like I know this from you know doing choir my whole life. Um, your voice projects and sounds so much better when you're standing. There you go. All right. Well, I guess my idea of you know everybody laying on couches with pillows uh, behind their heads probably might not sound very good. Uh, It's not getting off the ground. It won't listen to how I sound. <laughs> Big difference. So much better. Wow, great. That's see again. That's why you're gonna be watching over on YouTube. I mean, again, the visuals that you can kind of see what's actually happening to the voice as it gets crunched up. Uh, we got some Rockies business to talk about. We'll look around the NL West. Figure out why does MLB.com continu- continually dunk on the Colorado Rockies, uh, amongst other, you know, entities. Uh, we 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 do know why, but why MLB.com? Not that one. Um, got a cool top 10 list that you may or may not believe that does include Winton Bernard. And we might do a fun little comeback player of the year, 2023 draft. We'll, we'll talk about all the different candidates. I think the Rockies could have the comeback player of the year for next season. And, and, and we'll get to that, uh, last, but not least straight talk on Cody Bellinger, man. 
let's come talk to the Colorado Rockies. I mean, what we're you're in for it, right? You're you're down. You'd, you'd I am. It. I mean, I'm in for I'm in for a one year stint, a short residency. I think that would be. I mean, I think it would be hilarious more than anything. But like, it also makes sense baseball wise for both sides, a yeah. little bit. No, it does. Uh, I think all of the best teams in baseball probably wouldn't want to invest in a ballpark of $18 million. It's kind of interesting that the Dodgers stepped away, non-tendered him uh, when he probably was going to make an estimated, I think $18 million uh, in his final year of arbitration. And yet there will be another team out there that will probably pay him that exact amount. Right. Um, but it's, it's uh, I, I think some of the better teams would probably want to avoid him again. He's got the potential unless you, unless you're convinced you're going to fix this guy. Which would I you can rather fix something guarantee? Maybe that is why I'm like, bring him in. I'm like, I can fix him. <laughs> it's sort of that conversation we had last week of like, who would you rather have, Verlander or Degrom? And you know, I, I read an article recently where a lot of people I respected they pretty much said Degrom, whereas you and I said Verlander because you want that guaranteed thing. You don't want to go and invest something and not get back what you're investing. So, Patrick, you have to remember that sometimes the you, you know the people that you respect. They're just people and they, they could be wrong. That's I like true. to think we are right. We always are. Yes. Always. Always, always, always right. But yeah, he, he, he fits in Colorado. He fits in and probably 20 to 25 different teams where you say, well, the defense in and of itself is going to be great. $18 million worth of defense. Probably not. Um, but you hope you get something out of the bat. And, you know, for Colorado, uh, we got an article over at the DNVR.com all about, why it makes sense for Cody Bellinger to come to Colorado and why it may not make sense for him to come to Colorado. And I think the biggest issue for uh, why the Rockies might not be able to, to convince not only Cody Bellinger, but his agent, Scott Boris is if Cody Bellinger is having a great year. And again, he only, he only wants a one year deal. He wants to go yes. into free agency at age 28. It makes sense. He's only going to sign a one year deal so he can increase his value. And then at the end of next year, boom, go sign six, seven years, whatever it may be. But if he has a great season, whatever team has him is going to want to put a qualifying offer onto him. And he's obviously going to reject that, whatever that figure is going to be next year, 19 and a half, maybe it'll be 20 million because again, he's got a huge payday. But when he goes into the negotiating room with his agent, teams are going to go, Hey, you know what? We'd love to sign you, but we're going to lose some draft picks because of the qualifying offer. So you know what? Uh, we're going to offer you maybe a little bit less. And again, it's all part of that negotiation. But if Cody Bellinger can go to a, a team that will kind of help his value out just a little bit, but then trade him at the trade deadline, there it now is. you can't get a qualifying offer. And the Rockies, again, they've got a they've got a record, uh, an unfortunate one, an infamous one, if you will, at the trade deadline. And so I, I don't know, you'd have to have a, maybe a handshake agreement, but would, would Boris and Bellinger be able to trust um, you know, Bill Schmidt and the Rockies front office. And, and, and what's the number? Okay. We got to be five, five and a half games or more back of the third and final wild card by July 28th, you know, and if other teams hear about this, they know that, Hey, the Rockies have to trade Cody Bellinger. So I, I just feel like there are a lot of, man, there, there, there's a lot of contextualization that would have to go into that. A lot of little details mm -hmm. that really doesn't make sense. And even after he has a great year, what are, what are other teams going to say to him? this time next year in the off season, they're going to go, Hey, we're worried about those course field splits. You were great in course field and then away. And again, we know that, that every player that comes out of Colorado has to deal with that unfortunateness, 
But if you can control it and you can go sign somewhere else where you don't have to deal with that, where you will get traded away at the trade deadline and therefore the qualifying offer is not on you. And you don't have to worry about, well, you're really good at home and not on the road. You just say, hey, look, here was what my season was. It was pretty, pretty boilerplate there. We know how to evaluate that. Now let's discuss how many you know, tens of hundreds of millions of dollars I should now earn in free agency. So I think for Bellinger, it may not make sense for him to come here. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. First of all, Colorado's got a bad reputation when it comes to actually doing things at the trade deadline. And I don't think, I don't think anyone would trust them to make a move if that was, you know, part of, part of the arrangement. And uh, you know, the other, the other bad part of the reputation is the, the course field splits, the playing baseball on the moon, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Again, he, the Rockies would love to have him, but is the feeling mutual? You know what I mean? I, I not necessarily, there's also probably other teams out there that, you know, Bellinger could look and say, Hey, you insert me into that lineup. And with a couple of other moves, I could see this team maybe even go into the postseason. and hey, okay, that's fine. Um, I don't know, actually, maybe, maybe you would rather just be on a really bad team. Maybe you don't want to go, go to a, go to the postseason this year in 2023, because again, if you're going to the postseason, you're not going to get traded and you want yeah. to get traded so that you don't have the QO on you next off season. So you, you really do need to almost maybe look at the bottom of the barrel in a sense. Maybe, you know what? That is a good point too. Um, plus, you know, yeah, maybe he just wants to come to a terrible team. <laughs> maybe he wants to, you know, maybe I really think, I think the weed will sell him on it. They, well, look, I mean, we only have that advantage for so much longer. There's, there's so many uh, different States now that you can get legalized marijuana. But you know what? Even though it's legal in so many States, like the, the weed culture here in Colorado is just Strong. like, you know, I always like when, you know, my mom comes to visit. She's just like, there are five dispensaries within walking distance of your house. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's just like extremely normal here. Yeah, very much that culture. And and again, I, I, maybe there are other cities and locations that might have a lot of dispensaries. But the one thing that Colorado has over all of them is there's only one Red Rocks. So again, that's maybe, maybe there's other spots where there's five in a, in a two block radius, but there's only one place in the world that's got Red Rocks. And I mean, well, Cody you know Bell's what? Denver has, you know, Denver has, you know, Red Rocks nearby, a million dispensaries per square foot, um, mushrooms. <laughs> that too. Yeah. You know, the culture is real good out here. I'm actually glad you brought that up. So, all right, let's, let's get you some, <laughs> let's get you some, oh, I've, I've got some mushroom business. Um, so, so, uh, it's MLB.com. Can you kind of recap again, briefly what they said about, Chris Bryant and Thanksgiving for, for anyone. Cause this will, that will segue this, nicely. We talked about this at length on Friday, the <laughs> MLB.com did the Rockies absolutely dirty. They listed off something for every fan base to be thankful for. And the one for the Rockies was course field will be a great place to watch Chris Bryant hit 40 home runs next year, even though he hasn't hit a single course field home run so far. So uh, that was the nicest possible thing MLB.com could say about the Rockies. Hurtful. Yeah. Hurtful. Yeah. And on the holidays too. I mean, come on. And on the holidays. It's part of your family. MLB.com and the Rockies. I mean, they're, they are family. No, no doubt about it. Well, well ML another, another attack from across the dining room table from my family. 
Yes, we don't talk Rockies and we don't talk, or rather, we don't talk politics. We don't talk Rockies baseball on MLB.com. That's usually how they do things because it is hard to to get any news uh, on there on the main page. But they did say something nice. Maybe they're maybe they're repenting. Uh, they did had a fun little with the MLB pipeline guys. Um, they did a 2023 Rookie of the Year award draft, and Jonathan Mayo, my guy from New Jersey, mm-hmm. he drafted Ezekiel Tovar with his fourth pick. So I like that. So that was nice. I like that. that. Was- That's fun. Um, and also wholeheartedly agree. Tovar is he's spicy. Yes, I, I would also agree. Now, uh, Zips projection. So Fangraphs, Fangraphs went back and took a page out of MLB.com's book. Um, Zips is uh, created by Dan Zimborski. We talked to him last off season. Uh, that was great. He uh, he loves shooting out uh, some some funny comments and, and dunking on the Rockies. And he does it at least in a creative way. So you, you definitely don't don't hate that. But right now, again, all seasons just started, right? There, there's no moves being made. But the, his projection system does have the Rockies at going 68-94 before any real moves uh, from them or the rest of the division. But here's what he said in his little kind of, hey, it's far too early to look at these the win-loss record in this projection system. But he had a little blurb for each of them. Here's what he said about the Rockies. The Colorado Rockies are a baseball team. They will play a number of baseball games in 2023 and win at least a handful of them. Zips projects the Rockies to be better than only the Nationals, but I expect the Nats to have a better idea of exactly where their team is than the Rockies do. If I were a Rockies fan, I'd have voted to legalize psychedelic mushrooms too. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) What? Dan Zaborski, man. That is, that is brutal. Bleak. That is brutal. We are the punching bag of all fan bases right now. <laughs> Although we're not the punching bag of Denver, because as you pointed out oh. to me, Tom Tom Green tweeted this one out. It's it, it's so good that it's like, how was nobody like paying attention to this? And maybe this was out there, but it should be something that gets talked about. I don't know every day. That in the last five seasons, so going back to 2017, Rockies were you know over 500. They made the postseason in 17 and 18. But in the last five years, Rockies actually have a better winning percentage than the Denver Broncos. That kind of blew my mind. Kale is hating this conversation right now. But yeah, it's true. The Rockies are better than the Broncos. And we have the numbers to back it up. Um, that's hysterical. Absolutely yeah. hysterical. Yeah, it's uh, oof. Yeah, Broncos fans, that's rough. But that that's kind of the difference, too, between the NFL and MLB, where in MLB, you you can't just show up to camp and really feel like you have a chance. There, I mean, there's those years where you go like, ah, maybe we can make it interesting deep into the season. Whereas in the NFL, you just have a couple things kind of go your way. Or if there's enough of a buzz, or you get the right QB and, and you invest heavily in him, uh, you go, hey, shoot, we got the QB. Everything else will kind of figure itself out. And you have that hope. Uh, it's just unfortunate that the, the Broncos have a lot of those things, but they've they've lost the hope. Yes. Um, thoughts and prayers to all of our, our Broncos fans in There's the fam, it. in the chat. Did you hear what I said about Russell Wilson on Friday? Uh, I did listen to the show. I can't remember now. Um, and I think this is such a great idea, the more that I think about it. Because um, Yahir asked me, okay, who would Colorado use as oh, yeah. like the star to entice maybe an Aaron judge or maybe a Cody Bellinger. And I'm like, well, it would have to be Russell Wilson because like, he's not contributing to the Broncos. 
So he might as well contribute to something. He's still at least got star power because he has a famous wife. Beautiful Ciara. So I, I thought that was great. Yeah. When, when you started talking about that, I was, I was very jealous in that moment. Like I want to be there for that conversation. <laughs> like I, I, I love that. And so we actually uh, put out a poll. I'm gonna see if I could dig it up here. Um, saying like, okay, if you were recruiting a, a big time free agent, who would you want to send out for that? Right. You go, all right, Nikola Jokic, does that move the needle? I mean, if you're not a big basketball fan, you know, I, Jokic isn't necessarily sexy, so to speak, right? To go like, oh man, that's going to get the job done. Whereas Steph Curry, as, as you were pointing out in your conversation about Aaron Judge, yeah. like, okay, that's got a little bit of cachet. Uh, mm -hmm. As it turns out, uh, Nikola Jokic, 40.8% of the votes. Chris Bryant, 21.6%. So Chris Bryant, the question was, which current Denver athlete could help the Rockies the most in recruiting free agents? Chris Bryant was number two at 21.6. Russell Wilson, 18.4. And then Kale McCarr was actually third. So Russell Wilson was last as far as recruiting. He has got zero cachet right now. Wow. Um, also, uh, we've got people in the comments saying, Jokic is beautiful. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. People are, people are so mad that you said he wasn't sexy. Well, there's a difference between beauty and sexy. And I'm not even talking about like, oh, have you seen him in a polo shirt with a couple buttons undone? No, not that kind of sexy. Just like, you know. What is just, happening? What is know. happening right now? Look, if we're talking about something that's sexy, we got to talk about the DNVR bar down on the corner of Colfax and York. That's right. The only <laughs> sexy bar in Denver, I think. Uh, are we billing it as that? Nope. I'm being told I'm fired. Okay. Uh, no, but right now. <laughs> Hey, if, if you're watching this live, there's still a little bit of time. You can head on down there at the corner of Colfax in New York and join in to watch Team USA against Iran. They've got to win. As you know, I predicted 2-1 victory for them. Yes. We'll kind of cross our fingers and wait. But if you are ready to go all in and you're a diehard, you know you get a free shirt every year from dnvrlocker.com. You get 15% uh, off your tab uh, at the bar. Always, uh, believe it or not, yes. Uh, your food, your beer, your drinks, all of that stuff. Breck Brew. It's a great deal. Like that in and of itself will probably just just pay for your membership and, and being a diehard. You get 20% off uh, always uh, at dnvrlocker.com, 20% off the tailgates and all that other stuff. So it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and you get access to the diehard only uh, Discord where we got our questions from last week's uh, our nice Q&A session there of Rock's Inbox. So yes. uh, that's it's a great way of getting some access. I mean, some other people in the community as well. I mean, we're already talking about doing um, a group watch party for. Don't spoil uh, it. Don't well, I can't spoil it. Well, we'll just tease it for right now. I don't know how we're going to roll this out. It's we're, you. You you teased it though. You did. You you got it there. We we'll do some kind of like watch along. And yeah, I, I like I, watch along. Yeah, I like that. On one hand, I do want to be like, hey, what would, what would you guys want to watch along with us? And we'll talk about. But I think we know. We we know what we want to watch. We we've got it locked in, don't we? I think so. I don't know why this is like a thing right now. <laughs> I we don't need to farm it out to be like, oh, let's watch this thing over there We're or not that. Farming thing. anything out? <laughs> no, that's what I, I I agree. I we 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 know what we want to do here, and it's 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 going to be fun. And and again, diehards only Discord is is where it's going to be. If you need mm -hmm. tickets, got to go to the Game Time Tickets app. In fact, use the link in our description to to save because hey, it kicks it kicks something back to us. It's mutually beneficial. It's fantastic. You can get tickets up to 60 minutes before the start of an event. It's a concert, sporting event, whatever it may be. You get seats on the 50-yard line. It's fantastic. 
do you know that we've gone to shows at Red Rocks for $15? Legitimately very good shows. And that's all thanks to Game Time. Join over the 15 million folks who've downloaded the Game Time app and have scored the best seats to all their favorite events. NBA season is heating up. Still so many unknowns, right? Kimba Walker and the Mavs, uh, we'll see. LeBron returning from injury. They're under 500. They got a long way to go. And of course, can the Nuggets possibly get the best record in the West before they face off with the Suns on Christmas? Look, when I'm looking to get on the action, you know I'm using DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I'm also using it for soccer season as well. You know this. Uh, mm -hmm. New customers, you can bet $5 on any pregame money line bet. And if your team wins, you get $150 in free bets. Stepped up same game parlays are there for you as well. Add more legs, win more money. It's fantastic. You know all these different things that are going to happen or the, the lines are very favorable. Take advantage of that and stack two or three things on top of one another. And boom, you're going to get yourself even more money back. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with and use pro promo code DNVR. Place a $5 pregame money line bet. And if your team wins, you get $150 in free bets. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Susie, uh, thankfully, thankfully, when it comes to the Colorado Rockies getting dunked on, there is always the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. There's always the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> True. So uh, Carlos Gonzalez, first baseman, signs with the Pirates a couple days ago. We'll get back to that. So I looked into it. Last year, they used 10 different players at first base, and one of them was Kevin Padlow. The diehard Rockies fans will remember Kevin Padlow. He was the prospect. So the, in, in uh, 2016, the, the trade with the Rays, it was like, okay, big league reliever Jake McGee and big league outfielder Corey Dickerson. Cool. Let's throw in some prospects. Rockies gave up Kevin Padlow. Rays gave up Herman Marquez. So Kevin Padlow did not quite work out as well for the Rays as Marquez did for the Rockies in that trade. But they used 10 different guys, and they were just really bad. Negative three wins above replacement. Worst in all of baseball, um, Oakland used 12 players at first base. Uh, Cincinnati, I was surprised that Cincinnati had used 10 different first basemen. Joey Votto was on the IL for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and as good as CJ Crone was most of the year, Colorado was actually ranked only 19th as far as fan grips, wins above replacement. So they needed to address first base. So did the Astros. We'll get to that again as well. But mm -hmm. earlier this offseason, they claimed another first baseman, a left-handed hitting first baseman, Lewin. Diaz uh, off waivers from Miami. Then they traded with Tampa Bay for another left-handed first baseman and G-Man Choi. And now they've signed Carlos Santana to a one-year $6.725 million pact in his age 37 season. Susie, this is the second biggest contract the Pirates have given out since 2017. A just under $7 million deal. Their highest deal up to this point in 2017 Two years, $11 million to reliever Daniel Hudson. What are the Pittsburgh Pirates doing? What are the Pittsburgh Pirates doing? What is happening over there? They it's, too many uh, pierogies at Thanksgiving. They're all they're all pierogi drunk. I, I think so. I mean, I don't know. It's, I know families do different things at Thanksgiving. Um, I have some cousins that are Italian, and so they will serve lasagna before the meal. I'm wondering if in Pittsburgh you got to get some Promonte brothers to serve before the actual turkey. they actually um in pittsburgh they don't use stuffing they put a bunch of french fries in the turkey they would they they, they actually would uh That's some, some culture in pittsburgh 
Uh, some some news in the NL West. Padres, uh, they've lost out on Jose Abreu. They made him a priority, but he signs with Houston three years, $58.5 million. Were you surprised at how much money Jose Abreu got? I, I kind of was for an older guy like that. Again, good track record, but he's a little older. Three years, you know, almost $20 million annually. That seems like a lot. That it seems big, but you know what? Um, who are we to question what Houston is doing? Because obviously, the things they are doing are working. Yeah, cheating and, aside, and, you know. <laughs> and who had the lowest wins above replacement for first baseman in the American League last year? That would be the Houston Astros. So they immediately, again, they they uh, win the World Series and. Boom, now they go and they address their biggest hole. They got a Justin Verlander size hole as well in their rotation. I think they'll be okay. But nevertheless, now you kind of understand maybe why they kind of went that route because uh, that seems pricey to me. But look, this, this is what free agent first basemen are getting these days. If that's not enough, San Diego also lost out on Mike Clevenger. He will not be bringing his chill vibes back to San Diego. He's going to the south side, signs a one-year a $12 million deal with the White Sox. My birthday twin. Let's not forget it. It's his season. It's Sagittarius season. I'm still going to try. <laughs> I um, Good for Chicago. Good for Chicago. Um, I, I'm worried for the White Sox because I feel like their window is closing very rapidly. And yeah. like they were they were right there, you know, like they were right there. So I kind of hope that they can. I really do hope they can wedge that thing open. Yeah. And, and that's probably surprising for a lot of people. Be, to say like, oh, yeah, their window might be closing because they got so many good, young, and exciting players. But those guys are getting more and more money each year. They, they locked a lot of them up in extensions. And they got a lot of, a lot of guys that are going to be uh, free agents after this year or at least have an option. I mean, Yasmani Grandal and Lucas Giolito are both free agents after this year. So, you know, those, those young guys, it's nice to have good, young, and exciting talent. But then at a certain point, they need to become the leaders of the club when you lose other guys. And are you replacing that with, with new and younger guys? It kind of remains to be seen. Now, uh, Mike Clevenger uh, was acquired by the Padres, and the trade in which he uh, was involved in is very bad. And I don't think it will go down historically as one of the worst trades of all time. Because that's recently, the Nolan Arnato trade, obviously. I mean, you said it, but yes. Um, no, good point. Will, even in the chat, yeah, you know, Padres made a good trade uh, with the White Sox in acquiring Fernando Tatis. That definitely has to go down as, as one of the worst. It would be worse than, than the Clevenger deal. But uh, in the pandemic season, San Diego acquired Clevenger, Greg Allen, played one game with the Padres, and a minor league pitcher, Matt Waldron, 25, he's in AAA. We'll wait and see what happens from him. They get those three guys from Cleveland, and they give up pretty much half the roster that you saw in the postseason there in Cleveland. You got catcher Austin Hedges, first baseman mm -hmm. outfielder Josh Naylor, Cal Quantrill, first baseman Owen Miller, infielder Gabriel Arias, and I might even be missing uh, a guy or two. They oh they God. got all of that. That's yeah, they so got all nice. of that for like two years of Mike Clevenger, one of which he was on he had Tommy John surgery. So like, yes. That's pretty that, brutal. That's a pretty bad trade. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really bad. And but what what I find to be super interesting is this even goes back further in a sense, because Clevenger was originally drafted by the Los Angeles Angels, and the Cleveland Guardians acquired Clevenger in a trade deadline deal in 2014, where they gave up reliever Vinny Pistano. Do you do are you familiar with the legendary reliever Vinny Pistano? No, as you shouldn't be. He was good for a minute, but he only played like two more years with the Angels at that point, or maybe even a season and a half before he was done. Mm -hmm. So basically what I'm trying to say is 
Cleveland took a reliever that they couldn't use, turned him into Mike Clevenger. That worked out pretty darn good. Flipped him for more guys. So a trade that they made in 2014 is still reaping the benefits for them in 2023 with Miller, Hedges, Quantrill, Josh Naylor, etc. That's That's a decent way of running a team. Love to see when a pitcher gets flipped, you know? That's fun stuff. Padres, uh, Padres did actually make a signing. Julio Tehran uh, signed a minor league deal. I think if he makes the team, he'll make something like $6 million. Uh, he's only 31 years old. Feels like he's been around forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Pitched a little bit in the Mexican League, in the Atlantic League. So uh, we'll sort of wait and see what happens with that. Dodgers, they're interested in just everybody. Who, yeah, who aren't the Dodgers interested in? The Dodgers... Dodgers are kind of the sluts of trades. That look that that's that was basically uh, that, you didn't steal the words out of my mouth. No, but I was going to say it's easier for them to just just say who are you not interested in? Okay, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Rodon, Dansby Swanson, you know Alex Reyes. Okay, relief pitcher, but still, it's like any and everyone they can have, and Justin Verlander. He met with the Dodgers on Monday. To, yeah, they're they got their hands in all the cookie jars right now. Did Kate Upton try her hand at acting? I want to say yeah, she was in a movie. Career. She was in a movie, but a movie. So it wasn't multiple movies. So but maybe... she was like a main character in a movie. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. It wasn't just like an appearance. It was like this like movie about like a husband who was cheating and like she was like one of the girlfriends and didn't know it. And then all the women get together. Like she's like one of the main characters in some movie about like revenge on a guy who was cheating on his wife. You you were describing First Wives Club there. I feel like it's what it sounded like. Uh, no? the, the Oh, the, yeah. Kale, Kale said she did the Adam Sandler rom-com. That was very bad. Well, that narrows it down. I think. Well, although he's not in a lot of rom coms, but, uh, but yeah. Well, but the I fact gotta that look up what this movie is called now. The fact that she hasn't been in more things, I think it's safe to say that we're not going to hear like, oh, uh, Justin Verlander signs with the Dodgers because his wife, and rightfully so, wants to have an acting career. I think that ship has sailed. Right. Well, the fact that what? he won a movie ten up- years ago. Kate Upton wanted to have an acting career. Like she could do that. She could still do that. I feel like Uh, the movie is called the the other woman. Oh, you kind of had the right idea. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's um. Who else is in it? It's like it's a it's it's a good cast. Yeah, a lot of names. You know. (laughs) I don't think that's going to be a pull like like it was for LeBron going to L.A. to do Space Jam, and uh, I I don't think we have to necessarily worry about that. If he wants to just go to L.A., I mean, he's just going to go to L.A. I mean, that's. That's that. Uh, Giants, they signed four players to minor league deals, including one of whom was Colton Welker. Uh, so he's back in the fold with them after being non-tendered. And I've been doing some thinking, Susie. And I'm. we talked about it You've last been week. you doing some thinking. Tell it's me more, dangerous. Patrick. Always dangerous. And uh, the, the video that came out last week of somebody just shooting video of Aaron Judge randomly walking through a hotel like that. Do you think that person was a plant? Do you think that person was told, hey, be there at this time, we're going to film it? Or was somebody just in the right place at the right time? I am beginning to think this was all part of a A scheme to get attention, to bring attention to the fact that Judge was meeting with the Giants. Uh, Yeah, I I think that that's a really fair conspiracy. Um, Because the questions were, were very pointed. And, you know, a lot of random people who just happen to come across a celebrity wouldn't wouldn't be doing that 
It's true. Yeah. And I mean, camera was what up do close. You know? Well, I, hey, I, we'll, we'll talk about maybe next week. We'll spill some, uh, we'll, we'll dish, we'll spill some tea next week at the winter meetings, uh, which will be mm-hmm. very fun, uh, very busy. That'll be good. But, you know, the way that she was able to get like kind of very close and in his face, and he seemed very calm and relaxed. Again, that's, it, I think that's part of the scheme. And you got to see his teeth, you know? I mean, by the way, real quick, what is your take on the fact that he fixed his teeth, his like iconic gap that was in his teeth a couple years ago? Wait, when did he fix his gap? Yeah, he it did it before the twenty twenty one season. You know like what? Maybe he, it was a lot did more. I not notice that he fixed his gap. <laughs> yeah, because I think now he has z- no gap whatsoever. But but I think in our minds we sort of still see that there's like a tiny one. It, his teeth definitely changed big time at the All Star game last year when I went up to him and 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 uh, peppered him with a couple questions. I was I was very focused in on his teeth because I'm like. Yeah, those are the teeth that I don't remember those teeth a couple years ago. Oh, that bums me out. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it bum you out? You know, because like the I love a little gap, you know, it gives you a little sure. personality. Anyone can have perfect teeth, but like he's got good teeth and a little gap. That's so cute. I think I, I feel like I haven't seen him smile this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For I, I, don't, I don't know. Did he have a fun year? I'm not sure. I didn't. I, I don't remember seeing a ton of smiles this year. Look. Regardless of if your teeth are perfect or not, you want them to be clean. That's like the the be all end all, and that's is why you got to ad read. Yeah, I've set you up this whole time. The last five minutes has all been a setup for Green Mountain Dental Group, located just fifteen minutes outside of downtown Denver. Uh, they're going to hook you up with a three hundred dollar discount for full orthodontics treatments for new patients. Uh, you can get a free set of bleach trays at three hundred fifty dollar value with a new patient cleaning exam and X ray. All you got to do is mention DNVR Sports and Aaron Judge. DNVR Sports, definitely. Aaron Judge part, maybe not. They might give you like a lollipop if you mention Aaron Judge. Can't, I can't promise that either. So, But I can promise one scoop makes a big difference of Athletic Greens each and every morning. I felt like booty this morning, but not after I had my 75, <laughs> 75 high-quality vitamins, whole foods or superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. It got my day started off the right way. I'm not having coffee today either, and yet – Energy levels are still really high for me because, again, it, it creates a little bit of clarity early on in the morning for myself. There's no caffeine in the Athletic Greens, but I think it gives your, gives your body exactly what it needs to, to fuel itself properly. And athletic Greens uh, is, is what we do. They want to hook you up right now with a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com rockies athleticgreens.com slash Rockies to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I love athletic greens. Got my little travel packs with me on the road. Perfect. I I got mine too. I got, I'm locked and loaded for that. So uh, I'm excited this morning. We only have so much time left in the show in the show. Okay. Thank you for clarifying because (laughs) not in the world. The earth is dying. Well, that, there's that too. In the grand scheme of things, what the planet has been around for billions of years, it might only have millions left. So in a sense, yes, maybe we are towards the end of our time. So we may have to get to it on Thursday, perhaps. Winton Bernard, yeah. top 10 list. We'll get to that. But comeback player of the year. So uh, that was announced last year. Didn't see that really pop up very much. Uh, again, it's it's they don't do it during awards week, but Justin Verlander won it in the American League. Uh, Albert Pujols won it in the National League. It's kind of interesting that Pujols won the Comeback Player of the Year because he was here last year. He played in 2021 a lot. 
he just wasn't very good. So it's kind of interesting to think you can come back from an injury like Justin Verlander, or you could just come back from sucking and also win the comeback player of the year award. So listen, there's so many different ways to come back. There are so many things that bring a guy down and I am all for celebrating all of them equally. <laughs> yeah. So the, the comeback player of the year award is as far as MLB is concerned is actually not that old. Sporting news has given out a comeback player of the year award since 1965, but MLB only began doing their own version in 2005. Thanks in part to a sponsorship deal with Viagra. Now, uh, previous winners include Brad Lidge, Cherry Creek high school in 2008. Uh, he, he played in 20, 2007 with Houston. He had a 3.36 ERA. He had a good year in 2007, but was even better in 2008. So they gave him the comeback player of the year award in the NL. Okay. Uh, Greg Holland famously, if you will, won it with the Rockies in 2017. He had missed all of 2016 with the Royals with Tommy John surgery, earned 41 saves in 2017, tied for most in the NL. And then more recently, Daniel Bard in 2020. Uh, he had last yeah. pitched in the majors in 2013. Think about that. that Seven a, years. That is still a crazy else. comeback. He's my comeback story of the year every year. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like he, if, so he, he kept trying to come back and, and it just didn't work for him. Um, but he officially retired in 2017. And then, Three years later, makes the opening day roster. Uh, you know, pitches really well in the strike shortened season. Three point six five ERA, six saves. So, you know, Rockies Rockies have two two official MLB ones. I think Andres Galarraga won one of mm -hmm. the back in the the old Sporting News days. But I thought we could talk about yeah. some candidates for next year, and then we'll each just pick three. Who um, before we pick all these all these guys, okay? This is this is on the in the flavor of comebacks we have a super chat did you see this no fire away we have a super chat about the rockies front office speaking of making a comeback what's up Burge? Um, so Burge, i guess it's impossible to get bill schmidt or someone else from the front office on the show to explain how they plan on improving their drafting and developing to make the rockies competitive in the west tired of apathy end quote yeah great question in fact yeah. you know that's something that's something uh i very much will be asking bill schmidt next week um specifically again what what are they doing so we know they're they're a draft and development type of organization but i think all teams really focus on trying to draft and develop players now some teams will draft and develop only to trade those guys away for more big league assets but for the most part if you've got something that you've developed really well and you've drafted well then you know you you want to want to you're going to want to keep that guy around. But what are they doing specifically to improve? You know, again, that's a question only he can ask. I think they would probably feel like they do such a good job already at it that they might not necessarily be looking to radically change some things. You know, I mean, again, you know, they they do reviews of their scouts uh, all across the country, the area scouts, and so hey, if somebody's not getting their job done, you know, they might swap that person out. Um, really, analytics department has been something that. Uh, teams of the last 10 plus years have utilized to try to find hidden gems and, you know, hidden diamonds in the rough, you know, mm -hmm. um, those gems that, you know, you go and you scout the guy and you're like, ah, oh, man, he's got a bad body or, you know, he's this or that. But when you look at the numbers, you go, yeah, but this guy is producing at each and every level. Let's not discount that. I mean, you look at a guy like Jose Altuve and how many scouts probably saw him and go, no, look, look at this tiny yeah. person. Look at this That's little no. hummingbird of a man. 
yeah, I, I'm, we're not gonna we're not gonna sign this hummingbird. Not not at all. But if you looked at the numbers, you go, well, but he is successful everywhere he goes. Dustin Pedroia, another one of those guys that kind of has broken the mold. Um, you know, those those are the kind of things that I think um, the Rockies can do do a little bit better with. And and again, analytics. There's a really good book called um, "The Only Rule Is It Has to Work," read, written by uh, Ben Lindbergh and Sam Miller, uh, our guy Dan Evans from. Uh, the uh, the Denver chapter, the Rocky Mountain region chapter of Saber, uh, was kind of the uh, had the impetus for it. Like he he kind of gave uh, an idea to some of these guys. Basically, they went out to uh, I think it was the Pacific League, just a four team league in California, and they said we're just going to use analytics to try to draft our team and develop players, do all those kinds of things, and forgetting about like scouting and all that. Let's just use numbers. Um, and I, I won't spoil it, but if you read the book, they they uncover a lot of gems and, and they use analytics to say, Hey, this guy's been successful at every stop. Why have people stayed away from this player? Uh, and there was one guy in particular, I think he was even left-handed. He was like mm-hmm. a submariner and he just had a weird, if you saw him throw, you'd be like, this, this guy is not an athlete, but he was effective. <laughs> is he like he was rolling effective. the ball? <laughs> like, is he like, is he like pitching? Like how I bowl? <laughs> He just he just had a weird like hitch kind of in the way that he 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 pitched, and again the the analytics and the statistics suggested hey this guy is effective, who cares what he looks like, and so you know those are some of the things I think that any any team that considers itself draft and development uh, definitely has to uh, to really make sure they're they're doing their best possible job. I think the development piece is probably maybe even more important than just the than just the draft because yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? These are things that you can ask Bill Schmidt about when you are at winter meetings in just a few days. That's it. Thank Barish. Appreciate that. Thanks. So 2023 comeback player of the year candidates. I am going down to say that Chris Bryant is going to be the 2023 comeback player of the year. 42 games, four homers, none at Coors Field. All he's got to do is, you know, 25 homers, maybe 85 RBI, you know, bat about 300, which I think he will. He's going to win a batting title here in Colorado. He would be a great candidate for comeback player of the year. There's nowhere to go for Chris Bryant, but up here in Colorado, really. So I I'm rooting for him to be comeback player of the year, just because I don't, I don't want this whole thing to be a bust. I don't want multiple bad years of Chris Bryant. I just want the one and we got it over with, and then we can be good with him. I like it. No, that's the attitude. Yeah. It's, it's over and done with now uh, onward and upward uh, guys who missed a lot of time last year, Anthony Rendon of uh, the angels, Fernando Tatis, I mean, look, the comeback player of the year award isn't like this prestigious thing of like, oh, you don't want to award it to this guy who, you know, got a motorcycle accident and missed time and was like he did it to himself. And the only reason he is not playing is because he has done all of this to himself. But if he has if he has a really good season, I mean, he's he's going to win that award. So he he's right up there with I think with Chris Bryant, Joey Votto missed a lot of time. He's a little older. We'll see what uh, what's going on. with him. Does he have it in him to come back? Yeah, Ozzy Albies only had 64 games. He's an all-star. Yeah. Peter Franco is an interesting one because he still hasn't established himself as a big leader, only played 83 games. So yeah. it would be interesting to have a comeback player of the year and there would be some MLB fans going, I've never heard of this guy. Like, mm-hmm. how is he coming back? He's only starting his career. So that one probably uh, doesn't wouldn't really work. Jason Hayward, uh, he hasn't found a team yet. Cody Bellinger could even be a candidate. Now again, Definitely. He played 144 games this last year and, and wasn't hurt. Didn't, didn't have a single IL stint, but 
you go, well, he was really, he was dog shit last year. He was He's dog- really good this year. <laughs> that could happen. That's a, that's a baseball phrase. Someone made Cody Bellinger made Patrick curse on the show. Yeah. I, I've, I've said dog shit a couple times on the show. Harrison Bader looks good with the Yankees. Only played 86 games this last year. Chris sale, two games. He pitched Lance McCullers jr. Um, Chris sale did so much damage to, um, that minor league clubhouse. Yeah. Do you, Not know, a nice do you guy. remember that? That feels like yeah. a million years ago. That was this year, though, so, right? I think that was Portland, right? I think it was Portland. It, I'm pretty sure it was Portland. It could have been Worcester, though. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Corbin. Yeah. Uh, he, healthy, but was, you know, DS, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, John Means, he's coming back from Tommy John surgery, so maybe not. Relief pitcher, Zach Britton. Sean Doolittle signed a minor league deal with the Nationals. Do any of the names jump out here? Who would be your three guys that you would pick? For comeback player on this list, okay. I I'm going with Chris Bryant. Yep. I am going with Chris Sale, and I'm going with Cody Bellinger. Those are the guys that I mm. think it would be the most interesting to see them have just like these crazy comeback seasons in 2023. I like that. I'm gonna go also Chris Bryant. I'm gonna go Lance McCullers Jr. and I'm gonna take the villain. I'm gonna do it, Fernando Tatis Jr. Boring. What? But, All right. We'll re- no, I'm just kidding. We'll remember <laughs> this and we'll see who, who actually has an incredible comeback. Yeah. We, we've we've quite literally have a year to find out. I hope uh, it's honestly like, I hope it's like Joey Votto and he like hits a million home runs and. Oh, we all want that. Oh my God. I would love that. I would love that. But you know what? There's, we have the rest of the week to talk about this because at the DNVR bar, they got some global chalice games to talk about. It's going down. It's time. It's time for us to wrap it up so we can talk about, so they can talk about soccer. And we can watch the game too. We can watch the game. I am going to be watching the game. That's fantastic. I'm going to be sending some super chats into my coworkers. There you go. Appreciate it, Burge, man. Really appreciate that. So uh, follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. So much fun. So much momentum. But you know what they say about momentum. What do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow, Wednesday at 11 a.m.